0: We will focus on the most important element of life, water. Human beings need water because we are water. So let's begin by finding a comfortable position. Now, close your eyes and purify your thoughts. Breathe in. Imagine yourself in a neutral state. You feel a cool wetness at your feet, water, a bubbling stream. Let the calming liquid slowly move over your toes. Feel the liquid rise, moving up your ankles, your calves,
1: Welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number one twenty two. Whoa! And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael.
2: What? It is. Yeah, I,
1: okay, <laughs> whatever you say. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to catch up on the films and TV shows we've been watching before our featured review of Wonder Woman. Apparently, that's a cello and not a guitar. Yeah, it's a cello. Yeah, it's a
3: a young woman playing the cello. Her
1: name is Tina Guo. My world is collapsing on me. Her name is Tina Guo, and it's the coolest fucking cello I've
3: ever seen.
1: (laughs) Everyone loves this theme, even though the best part of it is maybe a tenth of a second long. It's like
3: one bar just repeated.
2: Oh, man. The cello looks like a giant crossbow. You should check it out. Uh, It's the electric cello.
1: this This is a big one, guys. Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman opened large this weekend. Big time large. Uh... I'm excited to find out what you guys think about this. Mm-hmm. However, you can subscribe to our episodes on iTunes. If you, if you want, I mean, you're on the show, but if, if I you already want to, do, you do. Yeah.
3: Okay. Indeed. okay. Well, you know what? Why, why wouldn't we subscribe? <laughs> yeah. You can subscribe using where? Uh, how can people subscribe? Well, there's There's
1: multiple ways.
3: Google play, uh, Stitcher.
1: ITunes. That's even still a thing. Uh, However, if you want to have a one night stand with the podcast, you, I know you guys hate this. I
3: don't necessarily.
1: You can go to our website, verticalviewingperiod.com, and click on the donate button.
2: If you like what you hear, you yeah. like what we're doing. Yeah.
1: If you want to help us keep the lights on that's and a offset PayPal, the cost, a PayPal an, link. There is one there, and that's how you become keeping just, it. In- just a one night stand. Just we mark you in the book. You're
2: in. You're out. It can be anonymous or, uh, if you don't want... Or, you know, you keeping it casual because you can donate more than once. You just don't have to do what we're going to talk about next, which well, is... It's a reoccurring subscription. Yeah. On patreon.com
1: slash vertical viewing.
3: Yeah, Patreon's really cool. You can go there and become a hydrogen, helium, or a lithium-level subscriber. It's tight. Uno, dos, subscriber, tres. supporter, it's tight. patron.
1: J- just like patron. Martin, Chris, and Nick have done... Uh, Minimum donation, $1 a month, and uh, then you can get access to the Vertical Viewing Vault, which we crack open once a month, approximately, usually for Jake Gyllenhaal reviews, because he's a star. Typically. He's a stud. We yes. should probably do a Jake Gyllenhaal review soon. Just Ooh. of Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, not a movie. Prince
2: of Persia? I don't that's, think so. Is that his best ever? No.
1: No. I mm-hmm. think there's other cool shit we can do. Dorky Danko? Bubble Boy? we already done a danky Darkno review. Oh. Uh, but let us know. If you become a subscriber on Patreon period com slash vertical viewing, then immediately you can email us verticalviewing at com, and then you can tell us what to review. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and Let also, your voice be heard. Even cooler, you get to determine... If that episode is released to the public or not So technically it can be just for a small select group of people For two year holes b- only If you want to be three at this point They all only six. have year holes? Yeah, they all only have one year. How many, how many are there? Yeah
3: uh, <laughs> the math is off
1: You, just, you see, you're, you're basically the gatekeeper on these episodes, folks If you become a patron, you tell us what to review And who gets to hear it
2: Pretty cool. That sounds pretty great for just one, two, or three dollars. Uh huh. Man, or more. Oh, what? I can just choose a higher element on the table. Yes, you can. Uh, We're building
3: that periodic table
1: as we go. Nice. Uh,
3: We'll take the atomic number that you choose. But of
1: course, this show will always be free, and uh, that's the idea. Our patrons help us continue to be ad free. What? Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Don't say it. If I say, "Not going to talk about them," no. we don't fuck Casper. Like, do not buy Casper products. No, there's a. That's Canadian, not an ad. You know, like, there's no way anyways. this is an ad. There's no way this is an advertisement. If I say fuck Casper mattresses and their dog shit, <laughs> and, and they, sh- need- they like they're all used, they <laughs> them to the they're, vertical viewing. They're in broadcast. dump. They're in dumpsters behind uh, homeless shelters. Closed future shop locations.
2: Best buys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They've been converted to Best Buys. Yes. They did. Did. They sell mattresses? N- Not yet. No. Not Actually, yet. no. If you go to Best Buy now, it's basically washing machines and refrigerators. Smart mattresses are coming soon. Oh, yeah. USB mattresses. Like Ooh. they monitor your So your now this is an ad. Science. Shut the fuck up. Now this is an <laughs> ad. Verticalviewing at gmail.com. Patreon.com slash vertical viewing. Uh, Talk as, to us. As we said, those people help us keep the show free. Help us put... Little tiny pieces of internet pie in your ear every week. Uh, That's it, though. That's it, guys. We can start the show now. Boom. We can.
3: Red, what do you got for us? Well, uh, I've only got a couple things. One really good. One not so good. (laughs) Uh, Start with the bad, Yeah, we're going to start with the bad. And that is a movie that I can describe in three letters uh, in the 90s. Uh, No, maybe not 90s. A-V- Oh, come on. This is your bad one? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Alien versus Predator. I heard heard Requiem's actually the better movie. No, no. The
1: first AVP is the better. The first AVP is definitely better.
3: This movie is better than something? Uh, I haven't seen... better than Covenant? (laughs) No, this movie is not... This movie is just bad.
2: Oh, come on, man. It's got the shifting... Pyramid and crazy predators with fighting with humans against aliens. How's that bad? I mean, it's fun to watch some of the parts. It absolutely takes a
1: diarrhea-sized dump <laughs> on the canon of Alien. Yeah, like it, Noah it didn't though. Well, okay, maybe Covenant. Takes Covenant a, does for Covenant. Sure. Well, then Covenant takes a dump on the canon in. AVP Covenant oh, is yeah.
3: actually interesting to think, think about in turn, after watching AVP because it's like the idea did the, the engineers also create the well, Predator?
1: Well, and the, well, that's actually cool. But the the idea that the war between the aliens and the Predators has been, has been raging for thousands of years doesn't yeah, doesn't line up with it's, what we get in yeah, Covenant. Right? There's a lot
3: of uh, dissonance between this and that
1: because we go to some pyramid. In Antarctica? Yeah. Which is a cool idea, I guess. Well, there's
3: all kinds of... And, like, the aliens have a ship. So, like, the the xenomorphs have their own ship that drop off, like, their aliens. And the Predators have their ship, which which drops off. Wait, wait. What did you watch? Because that's not this movie. Yeah, man.
2: No, the Predators impregnate sacrificial humans as a hunting test. This isn't, like, a war that's going on. There's... A xenomorph
3: like queen that lays the eggs
2: yeah that the predators put there because this is their testing ground this is their trial
3: the the it's all for sport dude yeah 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 in the sacrificial chamber yeah i i I know what i (laughs) did i did i confuse like was there only one ship And I thought there was well. There's
2: nowhere in this movie does it ever mention the aliens coming here uh, to Earth on a ship. That's that's why I was confused. Where's
3: the Xenomorph queen that's laying these eggs? Is is that thing supposed to be on the Predators ship? Because it seemed to be in a different ship.
2: No, it's it's in it's in the pyramid.
3: It's just in the pyramid. I'm pretty sure it was on a different ship that comes, and that ship just drops off eggs. And those eggs get put into the sacrificial chamber. No, and that's, it, it,
1: the the whole idea is that the predators are in control of the. So the predators, the have xenomorphs, the, have that queen thing in their ship. It's sort of like imagine if,
3: anyways, a, 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 a,
1: a, people had a bunch of, well, like boars that they were releasing to, to go
3: fucking hunting. So so uh, so, so. What did queen, you think of this movie? <laughs> it sucks, man. The dialogue is all really bad. The, the action is fun, like I said. Like, watching the Predators and the aliens fight ends up becoming pretty entertaining. Like, with acid blood and exploding this and blowing up that. and It becomes a weird, sexy buddy cop thing with this
1: girl and the Predator. I feel like they're gonna get it on. Oh, he, yeah, that's
3: like, really weird. When he,
2: like, makes her a, a shield out of the skull of one of them. And he sphere? marks her face
3: with, like, yeah. the same thing. It's really just dorky and, and it's bad
2: the problem with this is that
1: it ends on the most interesting note like the the sort of shocker cliffhanger ending uh, is spoiler the predator chestburster yeah like a predator dying on this pedestal with a chestburster coming out and then we get this alien predator hybrid which yeah. to me is can
3: com- you imagine how sick
1: that would look. mind-blowing and we we end the movie on the most interesting idea and I don't I don't know if Requiem Followed up on that. I don't. It's probably never touched on
3: again because no, these well, things are just like. It a requiem is to
2: a direct sequel. It happens. It starts with that ship crashing back on the earth. <laughs> so and the, they crash in Vancouver. I so think. so the alien is in fact the Predator alien. Um, but it's it's actually a far worse movie. It's rated R and more
1: hardcore. I think right.
2: <clears throat> well, it just does some stupid things.
1: <clears throat> it's a a little more like the original Predator. Like we're in the forest and it's more like getting stalked and it's like it's less of an action movie no no like
2: no uh, the, okay. pri- the, the alien predator starts like <sighs> making more aliens <sighs> uh, so the like the army has to nuke the town and shit like there's this he- swarm of aliens in the in them okay like it's so not, it's just like another colonial marines except on earth
1: okay so red you you have a good one though
3: yeah uh, i i watched well, yeah. So this movie's really good. Doctor Strange was my number two. Um, it was just hit Netflix. Yeah, uh, an interesting follow-up to uh, War Machine <laughs> because of Tilda Swinton and this being a vastly different performance from her. Also, just and, as good though. Yeah, but it, it reminded me of sort of like how weird some of the choices are in this story. Like, why is the Ancient One a Celtic woman and? who's bald and I don't like I, I just didn't get a lot of why these people are all white. It's just really like glaring in this movie. But <laughs> beyond that
1: uh, uh, Yeah, well the the alternative is hardcore, right? But the alternative is having him be like a caricature of Tibetan people, isn't it? Well, Also they wanted to avoid any political
2: like I don't know. I actually would have liked she would tell Edgephore the ancient one. Yeah, it should have just been
1: switcheroo, I am the ancient one, Tilda Swinton's the bad guy.
3: It's funny yeah. how many yeah. similarities there are with the iron fist legend too. Like Shangri La like just oh, going yeah. to the east and becoming skilled and coming back to the west with the skills of the Orient. This mysticism. Yeah, Eastern mysticism. Yeah. It's a bit played out yeah <laughs> right
0: that's yeah I, I don't mean. see i
2: don't see a whole lot of tattoos of just random asian characters on people anymore
3: yeah, that's and sort not of... so big no at the at the in the flash department I went to japan
2: the...
1: and i came back i'm i know karate and kung fu and, and i'm in i can expand my mind yeah dr strange is amazing dude yeah the the visual effects
3: in that movie are brain melting yeah, yeah. like Every it's the rooms are like kaleidoscopes, and the, turning the, in on themselves. The
1: fact that the ending mostly involves convincing your villain, <laughs> yeah, to to destroy himself, like it, it, it using a philosoph- philosophical logic. Like it, the ending is very meta and weird and bizarre. And I, I've never seen a a villain dispatched using like. Out, outplayed basically.
3: Yeah, using logic though. Yeah. Using just
1: straight, in intellect like
3: that, and which the, was like great. the crazy, colossal other dimensional, being, is, insane. Dormammu. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about right yeah. now. Dormammu. Yeah. 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 Doctor Strange, everybody. I think I don't know if it's on American Netflix, but Canadian.
2: We just got it. If we
1: got it, they've probably got it. That's not necessarily true. We get a lot of Disney and Marvel shit. shit. Like virtually every single, every Marvel movie comes to, and they don't get that. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, But that's it. That's all you got? That's all
2: I got. Mike. I watched a few things. Okay. Start off with. We already know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Start off with. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I told you guys earlier. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine season four. Great show. Season 4 lives up uh to all the awesomeness from the first few seasons. It's kind of like 30 Rock, isn't it? It's a little bit like 30 Rock. Oh, come on guys, don't do this to me. Uh, <laughs> you don't want it verbatim. <laughs> and uh yeah, it ends on a great cliffhanger, so I don't I didn't look up to see if it was canceled or if it was renewed. I would I hope it's renewed cuz that's actually a shitty way to end the series if if it was canceled. Anyway, it's watch a, that. It's, it's a, a likable
1: program. I, I wish the writing was better. It's getting, it's gaining popularity. I think. See, yeah, like it, it's the characters are great, but I just wish that it was a more sharply written show. It's, it still, it reeks of the cheesy, uh, watered down comedy that you get for a little bit from Big Bang Theory and the generic. Sitcoms that you get on network TV. Oh, I, like, I like
2: it way better than it that. Is, it is me, better, but
1: it's still the, the comedy still has that flavor. It mm-hmm. doesn't have the edge. Like Mike Judge is a fucking genius. He's. Yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. Not, no, no one is like yes, him. To right me, that. It's but, more
3: like Family Guy than it is like South Park, if you know what I mean. Like it's more like random jokes than it is like solid storytelling, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I could see that. Uh, I also watched this terrible movie called Final Girl starring abigail breslin oh she's one of my favorites little miss sunshine fame what what motivated Um, you to do this well it was i don't know it seemed like an interesting uh description on netflix i saw it uh it's about like four teenagers who teenage guys who like kidnap and then release into the woods and hunt down teenage girls and so she abigail breslin is trained by wes bentley to be an assassin and this is like her first assignment problem a good trainer problem is she he's a terrible trainer like this movie is one of the worst things i've ever fucking seen uh the writing is awful you say one more thing (laughs) the writing is awful uh they have nothing to work with abigail breslin hasn't done anything of note since Probably, I would say, Little Miss Sunshine.
3: Like, we looked this up. Yeah, so... so,
2: She got an Oscar nomination
1: So 2000. So, that
2: was 2006. So, it's been 11 years, and based on her filmography, she started to disappear around 2012-ish. She's,
3: like, in Um, The Fast and the Furious when... I think it's number one when they keep, like... She hit the Nas too early. (laughs) Yeah, she's
1: spiraling around the Walmart VOD
2: trash bin. (laughs) Zombieland was, what, 2011-ish? Two thousand nine. No, I think a glimmer of hope. That was like one of the last good things she was in. I don't think she was even. She wasn't good in it. In it, yeah. So, unfortunately, I don't think she's got much of a career in front of her. Uh, And yeah, once again, prove us wrong, Abby. I I said this was a terrible movie. It is. Don't. It's not even like so bad. It's good at all. It's uh, if you're an aspiring writer, watch this so you know what (laughs) not to do. Uh, And then I watched Sandcastle, which is a. well, to put it succinctly, a way better version of War Machine, uh, starring Logan Marshall Green. Was that his name? Logan yeah, Marshall Green. this is... Nicholas Tom- Holt. That's Tom Hardy budget version. Yeah, yeah. Like, I always get those. Like, he looks nice. a lot like Tom That's Hardy. That's good. Uh, Henry Cavill takes place in uh, US-occupied Iraq. He's
3: <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> Henry Cavill? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. And let's his are, voice, let's, let's, let's talk about Henry Cavill for His voice for a is like... Just velvet.
1: That guy walks through uh, Times Square and nobody knows who he is.
2: Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I really
1: I felt like really that. bad kind of. He he's fucking Superman and nobody knows. You say Henry
2: Cavill to most people, they have no, they've never heard of him. No, he, apparently he was playing. Apparently he was playing World of Warcraft when he found out he'd been cast as Superman. For I Man feel of like Steel.
1: I feel like he's he's Superman right now and he's playing World of Warcraft
2: probably. Probably
1: and his, uh,
3: his handle has got to be something like. I just don't feel the like, he's, I, I, like the real Superman. I, I like
2: Henry Cavill. He was good in Man from Uncle. Yeah,
3: I really like that movie. I think he's a great guy. Richie is a pimp.
2: He's a great Superman, but he's not given it. Zack Snyder has not given him anything to work with. Really, like Man of Absolutely Man right. of Steel had some good moments in it, and it, but just it wasn't a great film overall. He you know, looks like him. Should Edgar Wright do Superman? Oh
1: no. Patty Jenkins should.
2: Yeah. Give it to Patty Jenkins. She but should just take over. However, sand, um, sand, Sandcastle, yeah, that, going back to that it. That is a better replacement to War Machine? Yeah, because it follows uh, a unit of regular dudes, um, soldiers, who are assigned to uh, this uh, remote town in Iraq where the U.S. accidentally blew up the water exchange station or some pipes, and they need to get it fixed. So they're given money to hire locals to to, to fix it as well to try and make it go quicker. Uh, But they get there, and the locals don't want to help them because they'll be murdered by the Iraqis that don't like the U.S., that kind of hide, and the special forces that Henry Cavill leads don't know who they are. So it's like, okay, stay, stay in the compound, lights off at night. If you turn the light on, you'll get shot by a sniper. And so it's this really interesting take on the U.S. being there, and they're trying to help these people, but they're just making it worse because no one will help them out. But there are a few people that decide, okay, you know what? It's not so bad, but shit goes sideways. There's just questions on why the U.S. is even there. Like, what what are we doing? There's the whole WMD question in the background. Like, they don't find anything. It's just this great meditation on the futility of what, like, these modern wars. Like where
3: fighting insurgencies.
2: Yeah, like, why? Occupation. Yeah. Well, it, it's great. And so War Machine didn't do that very well. This does it way better. Sandcastle, check it out. I give it an eight out of ten. Wow, you you love this one. I'm struggling. I asked you in in an alternate reality.
1: You were talking about this movie. The alternate reality has collapsed, no longer exists. Yeah. However, I asked you about this movie, and I said, "Is this more like action based than Uh, War Machine?" And you said it wasn't. No. So what? Like what? What kind of genre are we looking
2: at here? Uh, Drama. Okay. Like it does have some action, and the action is done well. Uh, but. There's not a whole lot. It's just, it's just you feel for them because the characters are are written very well. They're they're humanized very well. These soldiers. Uh, it's got what's his name, dude from Everybody Wants Some, who was the ladies man. He's Glenn awesome. Powell. Glenn yeah. Powell. He is awesome. Uh, is this yeah, a long just, movie? Wow. W- no, it's about two hours. Where long. like where's the tension come from? I guess is what I want to know. From the soldiers carrying out their orders. Even though they don't want to. Like, we follow Nicholas. Nicholas Holt is the main character. And it starts off with him breaking his hand in the door of a Humvee because he doesn't want to be out in the field. Tight. Um, Tight. Hero. And then we yeah. Like, he said, this character, he's like, I I didn't want to be here. I signed up for the reserves because I needed the money for college. And And then he got drafted. And then then the war started. So he doesn't want to be there. Uh, But it just follows his character and his transition from not wanting to be there, seeing what's happening, trying to help these people. And then... So is it more about chain of command and stuff? Uh, no, I think it's it's really more about... Like, it's his journey from being this coward uh, to... Well, he's never really a coward. He just doesn't want to be there. Doing what he needs to do, befriending and getting on the side of the locals because they are there to help them. Like, they're not there to kill them but then just being so frustrated with the fact that other locals are screwing over their own people simply because they hate him so much. So it's, he just sees this terrible thing uh, and does what he can and the futility of it all. Like, that's really what it comes down to is just why Why would we oh, do this man. shit? So it's really great. Check it out. He's into Sandcastle, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I was. I, I put it on. I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a try. And I was just... I was glued to the TV. Oh, I
1: love when that happens. I love when you're like thinking about turning it off kind of for the whole movie and then it you, ends. You realize you've watched. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. Th- 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 that is a sign of a good film usually. Yeah. Um have you watched anything this week? I, I didn't watch any good films. Uh oh, oh. But oh. that's not what you asked me. <laughs> um, I wanted to watch some good films. One you of them tried? I-, I went into one knowing it would suck. Oh. Digital dick. Wait, what? Um, we'll get to, we'll get to that one in a second. Uh, but I watched something. I was really hoping to be good. I know you were hoping for this one to be good. Uh oh. We
3: almost reviewed this one. Is this a zero ten zero for our listeners?
1: No. This this was almost a VVP review back in February, I believe,
0: hmm.
1: when we watched the uh, when we saw the opening weekend numbers for this film opening at number nine. That's a good place to open. Yeah, no, not really. really. <laughs> we decided... Squeaking into the top 10. We, did, we decided not to review A Cure for Wellness. Oh. Ooh, right.
0: Oh, no.
3: Because... So, because it's really bad. Oh, oh.
1: So, like,
3: suspicions confirmed. However... Yeah, it looked so cool in the trailer. However,
1: the first 70% of this... Oh. ...is amazing. So, some, a lot of good
3: movie... And, I was... ...and a bit of movie that ruins...
1: Oh, man, I was fully on board... I was fully on board with Cure for Wellness up until the last act. Uh and this movie is 2 hours and 26 minutes long, which wow, is that's
3: com- bloated. Completely
1: out of control. Like completely hmm. out of control. It's never necessarily boring because it always is atmospheric and spooky and But when did you notice that it was getting When when you start to really see the seams of the plot and you and you know where this is going in the first 20 minutes. That's why it's egregious that it's two hours and 26 minutes. What is Cure for Wellness? Uh, Dane DeHaan is this Wall Street dude. Who, is this pre-World War One? No, no, it's present day. Oh. Wait, what? Yeah, Gore Verbinski is, is at the helm here. Cure for Wellness is present day. Basically, Dane DeHaan is a Wall Street schlub uh, in Wall Street terms. He's a rookie at this company. Uh, and one of the CEOs has gone awol before this huge merger deal is happening. Some sketchy fraud might be going on. Uh, CEO goes off to Switzerland to this wellness spa. Hmm. That is it, like out of the fifties. Oh, yeah. the spa itself. The spa itself in Switzerland is very forties, fifty, nineteen thirties kind of vibe. Hmm. Um, which, I, I, what I will say, what I like about Cure for Wellness is. Uh this is the closest we're ever gonna get to the Bioshock movie. So Gore Verbinski was close to making an Ooh. like a three hour R rated Bioshock movie so about
2: eight or nine years ago. Like an actual bioshock. This is like District Nine it, yeah. being the remnants of the Halo movie.
1: Kind, a little bit. There like I can feel some shreds because the wa- water plays a really big role in this movie. Uh, feels like sort of the the water that runs through this spa has got like holy properties, like it can like extend life or some shit. Um, but the cinematography is gorgeous. Everything looks like some Deacon's level of mm. like...
3: Because the viral um, media that accompanied this film was... Very, like, striking. You know? Yeah. It looked really and good. And some of
1: the fake news stuff was kind of insane. Where oh,
3: the level they went to was wacky. It was so cool. Kind
1: of crossing lines a went, little bit.
3: I was on board. <laughs> so the marketing team did a good
1: job
2: for this. Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: But anyway, so Dane DeHaan heads to Switzerland, bring him home, and then we get into our Shutter Island kind of shit where the the line between patient and visitor starts getting blurred. Right, You've seen this movie before right where Dane DeHaan is visiting this spa and of course you have people you've but you've always been been a guest here you know like oh my god wow um like these are very you get a lot of very familiar tools and tricks and tropes from the thriller toolkit um but the movie kind of distracts you with its mysteries and the way it's delivered with this very methodical and precise and very Finely crafted, t- like it feels like a little clock that you're watching get made. It's really ornate and lavish. It feels fucking expensive as shit. Uh, there's some float tank shit. Eels start crawling around. Oh, that's nasty. Mm. Uh, do eels crawl? They're started crawling around your body. I guess. No, they don't have
3: any legs. Slits, you're in like a tub full of them. It's I guess. fucked
1: up. It's weird. But there's zero payoff for these mystery elements. There's zero stakes. I don't care at all about Dane DeHaan's job at this shady Wall Street bank that already feels like a horror movie. Like these people, everyone feels evil. Um, there, there's an ele- there's an opportunity here that they completely wasted. That they touch on with just the briefest of of little brushes. Uh, the idea of maybe capitalism being this sickness, and that you need, you know, you need a cure for wellness, the wellness, and how like being too comfortable and being like overly wealthy and wellness and being what super, that does to us, yeah, as yeah,
3: like human beings.
1: Oh, if you were just have all of the, you know, money and riches, You're like the fat and, people in Wallie indulgences. Um, what does that do to you? Do you, you become evil and that? Barely gives a fuck about that. Um, like, th- there's no payoff. I, I thought that was a, such a cool idea that they could have explored. There's no reason for him to work at a Wall Street, like, firm. Did he ever mm. work at the Wall Street fuck firm? Fuck Who cares? <laughs> um, there's, it just doesn't justify... The subject matter doesn't justify why we have, like, a two-and-a-half-hour runtime. That's so crazy. It doesn't crystallize into anything, like you want it to by the end of that you want some payoff for how long you've invested in it I felt kind of ripped You're off robbed shortchanged um the ending is ab- like, the last 20 minutes reminded me of sunshine you guys remember Danny Boyle sunshine yeah do you guys remember what happens in the last 20 like minutes? when it crashes into yeah. the sun
3: and he like stands on that bridge and like touches it no
1: like the, the sort of the finale the sort of climactic battle like Not the very end, but what the conflict is at the end of Sunshine. Do you remember when uh, maybe this line will help you? We detect five life forms on board the ship, Mm. yeah, right? And there's only four crew members left, yeah, Mm. and it turns into like a fucking slasher movie. Um, there's a ghost or some shit. Well, it's like a weird, yeah, fleshy zombie guy who snuck aboard, yeah we kind of get this weird reptile face dude at the end of Cure for Wellness. It's absolutely ridiculous. Reptile face dude? I don't want to say like I don't want to get into too many spoilers. It's there's an some really of the There's some genuinely creepy stuff in Cure for Wellness. If you have issues with any dental like teeth if you're very sensitive to teeth stuff, there's a drill sequence in this film that is like a close up of teeth being drilled. Um, if you're afraid of eels or snakes, this will fuck you up. Are you talking about triggers? There are some triggers in Care for Wellness, perhaps. <laughs> um, so I was very disappointed with that. Hmm. Uh, two and a half out of five on Letterboxd for me for that one. Really That's rough. too bad. I was hoping it was good. But uh, I also gave a two and a half out of five to Michael Mann's Black Hat. Have you guys seen this film? I haven't no. watched it. So no. it's Chris Hemsworth is in this movie as a hacker who has to be broken out of jail to help them solve this Stuxnet-style sort of case.
3: Is the hacking, like, realistic in this one?
1: We... It is, yes. Oh, cool. It's it's mostly interfaces of just, you know, TAC, 5-whatever-fucking-Linux shit. However, we do open on, like... Flying sequences of flying into the computer in the in like
3: the web, kind of like, yeah. We're, like we're, our VR we, gloves, we and are stuff. F-
1: we are flying through processors and transistors and microchips and skimming along circuit boards, just like 1995 hackers. It is psychedelic inside the computer. Bullshit.
2: What
3: the password is, is
1: God? <laughs> Michael Mann direct. This is the last movie that Michael Mann has made. He came out in 2015. The previous film that he made to that was uh, Public Enemies. In 2009. So he hadn't made a movie in six years. And he comes back with this piece of shit. (laughs) Because uh, I I love Michael Mann. Huge fan of Heat. Huge Uh, fan of... Last of the Mohicans is amazing. Last of the Mohicans. Amazing. Uh, Collateral's good. Mm -hmm. The Insider's amazing. Like he's got some amazing work under his belt. And this is, feels like self-parody. This feels like someone trying to make a Michael Mann movie. Oh, no. With, like, shaky cam, shots at night, very
2: grainy digital look. Is that just, like, laziness, is, do you think? Is this actually Michael Mann, or is there, like, a third N on there? I don't know. There might be a third N. It's
3: Michael a really, it's, good point. Just one N. Yeah,
1: it's
2: just
3: one N. Yeah, just one N. Michael no,
1: that, Mann. That's actually a really good point. You might be onto something <laughs> right now. Just a different. It's, it's this is posture. this is just not a Michael a legit Michael Mann movie. It was
3: ghost written. He didn't even feel like getting out of bed, so he had somebody else do it.
1: I feel like uh, cinephiles, like nostalgic directors who hold on to celluloid, uh, like Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino, if if they want a poster child or a punching bag to say this is how garbage digital, like this is how bad digital cinema can look. This movie? Black Hat and Ooh. what Michael Mann is doing. For example, he made Public Enemies, which is about... That was uh, John Dillinger starring uh Yeah, I remember Johnny really Depp. looking
3: forward to that. And then the reviews bombed. were yes. so bad, I didn't go anywhere near it.
1: He, yeah, it looked awesome. It's Michael Mann doing a gangster movie in the 30s, John Dillinger, Johnny Depp. This thing's awesome. Sounds amazing. It was all shot digitally. And it, and it looks like collateral. So it has that super Ooh, grainy, grainy... Super grainy... High ISO. You know, when you pump the what ISO the up yeah. too high it's on a camera, noisy, it's just right? noise everywhere. Now, what that does is allows you to see into the darkness. Collateral works because it's the whole movie That's set at night, at night yeah. and you can see into the LA, you know, skyline because it's like so blown out. Uh, he's doing that here. It looks like shit. We get like GoPro As look a- to it. Now, the problem with, with digital I'm going to get super nerdy right now and talk about shutters. Rolling shutter is a way that you can design a shutter in a digital camera, and it basically rolls down vertically from top to bottom, right? Each each time the shutter's going, it's actually a rolling top-to-bottom motion as opposed to, like, just a straight flash. So what happens, if you can imagine, if you're doing, like, a quick pan back and forth and something is refreshing top-to-bottom, What do you think happens to vertical
3: lines? Well, you miss? It's not vertical.
1: Everything turns to goddamn jelly. So I'm sure you've seen this on your GoPro videos, in digital video. If the camera's shaking, it turns into jello, right? The image just turns into this wobbly, junky image, and that's what's happening in Black Hat. So if you're going to be filming action sequences with the crappy digital camera, everything turns into this wobbly, shitty mess Yikes. Uh, and it's a shame because this is tailor-made Michael Mann digital stuff. cameras have the rolling shutter? You can get a global shutter. They're much more expensive. And I think a lot of the cameras they used on this, I don't know why, just used rolling shutter. Your phone, if you take your phone and go like back and forth, wiggle it, it's going to get all wobbly. Another example of this, because it's a top-to-bottom shutter. Have you ever taken a photo in the plane uh, or of a fan? Like if taking a photo of an airplane engine as it's spinning and it turns into these
3: weird Well just filming your T V screen or your camera your it, computer it just, screen. Yeah,
1: it just looks like shit. Um and it it's just a shame because this is tailor made for Michael Mann, like his sensibilities. This basically like I take heat and instead of like a cop and robber thing, just put hacking and put a Stuxnet story, which is really brilliant, like source material for should be. Yeah. Like that's such uh, a crazy story.
3: Sounds like it didn't work.
1: They just completely phoned it in. This is so uninteresting. The characters are just stoic dickheads that just bark their orders at each other. Uh I I, I didn't I didn't get anything out of this. Literally, I didn't get anything out of this. Chris Hemsworth is, brutal. Is is just boring. saying shit. Yeah, I mean Miami Vice I thought was kinda of boring. Did you guys see the Colin no. Farrell?
3: No. I didn't need to see that.
1: It's actually kind of cool, but it's very similar to this, where it's mm. just dry bullshit. Uh, You're di- not making me want to watch either of digital them. Digital nonsense. One more thing that pissed me off about Black Hat? Uh, no Black Hats? Well, that's a it's an internet term for Black Hat, you know, uh, being a hacker, being all incognito, bro. Yeah. They did steal some music from Elysium, which uh, I th- they thought no like, one would notice. Like the hackers Scott stole noticed. music from Elysium? No, like the score. Oh. They, yeah, they downloaded The, <laughs> the score. They like, yeah, probably downloaded the MP3 and just dragged it into the timeline. I thought that, you know, no they thought no one would notice because it's Elysium. This guy did. Um, but yeah, like hacking, this is a really good... There's a really good movie to be made here. They didn't do it. It even talks about PLCs. Like, this is straight Stuxnet shit. Those little logic controllers. Like, it is everything from the story. Um, It just has real-world consequences that nobody... Like, we need a good movie to underline these things so that it's in the public consciousness. The idea that nuclear power plants can be... Hacked and
3: melted down.
1: But disabled in such a simple way that the, the pumps... That control it's pretty like the, the elegant, water, right? It's the pumps that can that cool down the the you know the actual fuel rods. Just turn them off. Just find a way to hack into the logic controller that programs. So this the pump is what's and in Black Hat? Turn it off. Well, that's what's in Stuxnet. And well, they,
3: Stuxnet was the coolant um, was like a was centrifuge. Centrifuges, but and, I mean, and it's, they wouldn't. Yeah, they, they would over spin and then yeah, blow they, up. They replaced <laughs> those PLCs on
1: those. Centrifuges. They just said, what if they were on a nuclear power plant's coolant system? And then at the end of the movie, it's about a dam that they're trying to blow up using... So mm. it, there's a lot of cool shit that that could be, like, mined here for...
3: Maybe, better better movies? Maybe a Roland Emmerich movie? No, right? Hmm. We don't want that. Destroy some stuff?
1: Uh, guys, that's it for me.
3: And all of us, I guess. I think Indeed. all of us. Uh... Should we
1: head to Th- thermocrini or whatever? Themiskira? Themyscira? Themyscira?
3: Yeah, themis. Th- themis I don't- I can't say it.
1: Why isn't it just Amazonia? Themyscira.
3: How come they don't call it Amazonia? Yeah, like the Amazon. And the Amazon's- uh, I don't know. It's weird. All right. Because it wasn't written that way, man. Because comic books-
0: how could he say that believe that and, and you was your duty to simply give them a book no. you didn't stand your ground you're you didn't fight because there was no chance of changing his mind this is just Ares listening. and he's not going to listen. allow a negotiation or a surrender exactly. the millions of people you he talked about listen. they will die we are, are going sis- anyway
1: you mean you were lying I'm a spy that's what I do how do I know you're not lying to me right now
0: I am taking you to the front. We are
1: probably going to die.
0: This is a terrible idea. I don't go. need reinforcements.
1: So that was a clip from Wonder Woman. Before she was Wonder Woman, she was Diana, Princess of the Amazons, trained warrior. When a pilot crashes and tells of conflict in the outside world, she leaves home to fight a war to end all wars, discovering her full powers and true destiny. <sighs> Tight. So good. That was a good description. It's nice. Finally, for a change, right? Wonder Woman is directed by Patty Jenkins, and it stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Robin Wright, Danny Houston, David Thulis. And Connie Nielsen and Spud from Train Spotting.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's the same character, right? Well it's Ewan,
1: totally, totally. Ewan uh,
3: Bremner. But it, I was, thinking it was so it was nice. The same to see, guy. It was
1: so nice to see him when he's in his kilt, warming his balls on the Sing again. It's really good. Uh guys, Wonder Woman is here. She lands, superhero landing. Of course. It's so bad for their knees, but they all do it. You have to do it. Uh Red, what did you think? Of Wonder Woman. Is this a good debut film? Is this a good solo film? Is the DC universe on track? Or is it still a broken-ass fucking
3: golf cart? Well, here's the thing. Driven by Donald Trump. I still had some... Like, I have bad DC tastes in my mouth. Or had, I should say, maybe. Because, like, I was remembering all the terrible attempts at Superman we've had. Where even, like, my boy, Michael Shannon, makes like looks bad because he's in bad movies and he is a wicked actor or suicide squad. Holy moly. Don't let's not even talk about that. So I didn't have high expectations going into this. And so it was nice to be surprised by what I thought was a really awesome and fun movie. It was great characters, great story. It looked cool. Um, It reminded me a little bit of the first Iron Man movie in that it didn't play up the comic book aspect that like a lot of the movies actually are sort of embracing now, but not fully in the way that I hope uh, the new Thor Ragnarok is going to... Yeah,
1: you kind of want to disguise it a little bit, right? Yeah. You you want to be a comic book movie in, in disguise.
3: Yeah. Like Deadpool does a good job of acknowledging it's a comic book movie. Guardians does a good job... But other movies, like Avengers, they're trying to, and the, the the movies seem kind of just bland as a result of it. So this one doesn't try to be so, like, colorful and comic booky, but it also doesn't necessarily try to be all gritty. It's not, you know, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight or anything like that. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought that if this is what we have in store with the coming Justice League movies... I then, don't
1: think so, but
3: well, if, you can hope for if that. If it's the direction that we're going, then, then things are positive. At least there's a glimmer of hope because I, I didn't expect this. This, this like kind of hit me out of left field that this was so awesome. I, I really like this movie. Um, like My only problem with this movie is a mustache. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. And, wow. and I can probably look past that. I really like it too, but I have more, way more problems than just a fucking damn... God, yeah, must well, I. also, there's some problems with the plot at the end. Some like really lazy writing to cover, like to, we to can, fill a hole. But we we'll get, get there in we spoilers. Really into that, yeah. yeah. Um, but does that take away from the movie being awesome? No, I think it's great. So much, super fun. Great character. Can't wait for more from the DC universe. If this is, if this is what we're gonna get,
1: I, I think you might be. I don't want to speak for you. I think you. You might want to rephrase that. I can't wait for more from the Wonder Woman films. I don't know if you can say that as confident. I want
3: Justice League to be as good as this. I, I don't is.
1: know if that's fair. I don't. I don't it, know if that's it's fair. It's probably not,
3: but I, it's what I want.
1: Well, you're you're better off hoping that the next one because Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot are back for the next Wonder Woman movie. Fantastic. So like, you you should just be. Let's just hope for that Justice League, due to Zack Snyder and a lot of unforeseen. Te- Kind of horrific. That yeah. seems
3: like a Joss Whedon, though.
1: We can see. Yeah, we will, we Mike. We'll
2: see. Uh, let's let's see what
1: Mike has to say.
2: Well, I agree with almost everything that Red said. Like this movie uh-huh. was fantastic. I had a grin on my face. Like it took me. I got. I teared up uh, at certain points throughout this film. Like the action in this movie is some of the best superhero action I've seen in a very long time. Like, the hit blows have a good weight to them. She feels sufficiently powerful, and like, yeah. the choreography, for the most part, the one, is good.
1: There's, there's one kick where she boots a dude, uh, whether in the top tower... And out the, and the window? She, she boots him into the wall and out the window, yeah,
2: and it just looks like he got actually hit <laughs> by a boot into the head. Oh, man, like, it, it's, it's so good... Um, so, rather than retread what you said, Gal Gadot is great. Like she is Wonder Woman. Her just her portrayal is amazing. Uh, I really enjoyed the innocence of her character, but not it wasn't naivete. Like she didn't know much about the outside world and that was written and portrayed very well but she is not this some naive girl it's not this sexy boy, boring yesterday trope that exists in so many movies because she is capable and strong and she just doesn't let anyone tell her what to do but she just doesn't know about the outside world so when she finds out about it when someone's like no no it's just like that she's like well why the why why the fuck is yeah, that she has like, questions
3: and yeah. doesn't accept excuses like when she's in the the meeting with the or there's a moment where she's in a meeting with some big uh, the high council heads, guys yeah and they start dismissing her at first because she's a woman and then she just loses it and really embarrasses them and and, uh, and I thought like, that oh, scene was really good it,
2: it's so good um Chris Pine is great in this too as a supporting character i'm very happy that it didn't end up being the Chris Pine show because a lot of movies can fall into that trap where like oh no it's female led but the supporting character is a dude we'll follow his story and our main character sort of gets lost in the in the wayside as that happens um i enjoy like throughout this whole movie Gal Gadot is gorgeous. Like oh you have God. to admit, like she is beautiful in this movie. They they
3: talk that like all of the characters are like Jesus too. Somebody like, says men, in the men, movie women. Like, like she isn't the most beautiful woman you've ever seen, and I was like, that's you know,
2: it's not. <laughs> they make her look so beautiful. Like, she is gorgeous.
3: But what I love about this is she's
2: never, at least I don't think she's ever sexualized. It's amazing, she isn't is this,
1: it? She's, she's just beautiful. She's
2: this beautiful, strong female character that's just portrayed so well and never... I just wish it wasn't yeah. a coincidence here that it's it, directed by a woman.
1: I just There's no male gaze because it's physically impossible. right? It's directed by a woman, so there can't be a male gaze. And it's so obvious that there's no male gaze. Well, it, there's not a single cleavage shot or even shots where where wonder woman is doing flips there's so many slow-mo flip rolls in this movie it's crazy they're like combo flip rolls where you're doing a back flip or front flip slash side twist roll where your legs are kind of spinning around do you know what i'm saying like yeah they they're, are they're doing these the side gymnastic like, i think weird twists there's so many shots that you could have if this was directed by a man or for some anime thing like, there's... Yeah. well, ba- I'm thinking of Bayonetta. It's, what I mean? it's I mean, interesting like, Patty... what
3: you guys are talking about, I think, is sort of summed up in, in the scene where she's trying on dresses. And I think that, that uh, that's an interesting connection.
2: Well, like, Patty Jenkins... Like, it's not that there's... It's not a coincidence that this isn't sexualized because of what Patty Jenkins chose to do, but that doesn't mean she couldn't have. Uh, so, I I applaud her for that. Like, she could easily have sexualized gal Gadot more if she wanted to which yeah it was not the right
1: move and she doesn't feel like she's going out of her way to cover her up or something it's it's no everything is so perfectly it's, done
2: it's great uh we you talked about the last little bit which we'll get into i'm sure that's going to be a where a, a lot of our discussion comes into uh it just seemed a little more Zack snydery like stamped on it uh it's brutal but i've seen this movie twice
1: yeah, I was surprised. And
2: I think I actually liked it better the second time, um, honestly. Like, this... I loved this movie. Wow, guys. Oh, my God. I didn't love it. I really like it.
1: It's a really great movie. I don't know if it's really great. It's really, really good. Really, really like it.
2: You could say it's entertaining. Like, I, Oh, it's super... I reckon, dude, it's super There are definitely flaws here, but this is one of the most fun movies I've watched in a long time. Um...
1: I, for for me, some of the flaws started from the get go. I had some, uh, I had some bad tastes in my mouth throughout the first twenty minutes here, such hmm. as really? beginning with the awful framing device. You guys cannot argue that this Bruce Wayne truck delivering the photograph to. Wonder Woman who works in the Louvre? What, what is going on here? Yeah. Meaningless. Useless. I was totally... Deleted scene. Why are we starting the movie with a deleted scene? Are we are we watching bonus content already? Set up what for is Justice
3: League, dude. It's set
1: up for Justice League. We do not need it. Nor do we need sh- these terrible shots of this very cute but completely incapable child actress like we do not need diana when she's six years old
3: there's absolutely i know i disagree, disagree. there's some plot elements that are essential that w- are with that hippolyta
1: are with her mother saying you cannot become no. a warrior no, no when the- they
3: say she's the only child and when they're talking about why she's not trained there, there's lots I, I mean i don't want to get it too much into plot but I I I agree. You
1: need some of that, which is why I think you maybe can just start the movie at that awesome-looking oil painting sequence where they're sort of painting the backstory of who these Amazon women are, why they live on this hidden island. The info dump. Yeah, and how do you
3: get to the info dump without having the kid? You how don't do you get to the modern story time? You
1: You put all of that into this. Paint this animated painting sequence to show us that everything gotcha. happens in there. Gotcha. And then we start with Wonder Woman or Diana already in her training. I don't need to watch her grow up. Like I felt like I was watching King
2: Arthur again or some bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, but then you don't get a sense of her. Like she, her whole life has been on this island, right? Like it is this like a thousand years ago? How 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 slowly do these people age? Uh, I, I mean, these are just. That's not really ever explained.
1: That's but, true. Uh,
3: I wonder, but uh, I
1: just I didn't yeah. I wasn't a fan of this whole struggle. Like we know exactly where this is going. So Connie Nielsen, Hippolyta, her mother. I forbid you from training. I mean, good lord. I wonder what's gonna happen. Uh, can can we not just? Hey, Wonder Woman. Can we just not do this? Like we, I don't need this fake conflict. We know where this is going.
3: But can when, we start how the movie? Would you rather have it.
1: I just, I don't need to have this fake conflict that's created like clearly she's gonna go behind her mother's back. So
3: and- do you go golden age comics then where it's just like Wonder Woman was the daughter of Hippolyta who trained as an Amazon from the time she was a little girl and then she escaped the island and now she creates, fights crime and Rocket Robin Hood.
2: But then you then you get rid of all the mother daughter dynamic and how there's the rebellion with growing up and <clears> that's <throat> how, like you, you're you getting rid of a very what? core part of who she is. And, and the fact that that
1: we don't return to any of that at the end is proof for to why I don't think you need any of this right now. I I don't know. I mean, shorten this up. I I didn't need. We don't get it. The consequences of all these women on this island. The the film completely abandons them. It doesn't we go back to the we, fact we, that we do not yeah, return to any of return. these these people's lives. Uh, we don't know if if they're in peril, if they're in, in danger of being discovered now by the rest of the world. Like, none of that. The movie seems to just completely abandon... I mean, it is about Diana anyway, so... I, I don't know. I, I just felt like we could have been thrown into the movie a lot faster. But when we did, I thought it was fucking badass. The idea of sort of the real world crashing through um, and Chris Pine washing up on the beach and and that's when i think the chemistry just starts lighting up and she sees a man for the first time um
3: i like how that was handled like a few (laughs) times where it comes up and and again i think that this is due to how the director handled it um it it never became just like easy jokes or like just juvenile dick jokes they are, or sex they, jokes or whatever.
1: They are amazing together. Yeah, the chemistry is, is so good. I think it's rare that you get movies where the chemistry works this quickly. I don't know if it's just Chris Pine is perhaps the most charming human being <laughs> on the planet and his blue eyes will just destroy anybody. They're dazzling. He He is like the essence of smooth and cool and calm. And I mean, I think he could work with almost anyone he's paired with, but Gal Gadot is amazing. So it's, it's awesome. Uh, I thought that they kind of overdid the, some of the sexual tension. I don't know if
2: we needed all of it. What sexual tension?
1: Well, they, they they were there. The scene in the boat, the sailboat scene, I thought went on for way too long where they're sort of playfully talking about, was that sexual tension? That not, seemed like a I guess rather... Not. It was, I guess, out in the open, but I just felt like the innuendos and, like, it didn't... The humor of that scene didn't work for me. And really? Felt like, I oh, felt that like was it.
2: one of my favorite scenes in the you entire liked movie. You
3: guys I thought it was cute. It was... I it's it fine.
2: Seemed, uh, it's fine.
1: It was,
3: like, a good... Uh, a fun flirting scene.
2: Um, the theater loved it.
1: Yeah, I, just, I felt like they just drew that out much longer. They're hammering this point home. Uh... Do you guys agree some of the visual effects dodgy? Some of them
3: are. Like rough. Um,
1: some of the blue screens shit was pretty bad
3: with I gotta tell you, I never see that stuff in movies. Like no, I don't notice if I that, don't normally
1: when it's when it's really bad, some of some of the like, sort of
3: like what are you saying you notice like without giving away details of the <clears throat> plot. Like, there's
1: there's one specific shot that is objectively terrible and it is of six year old Diana uh, when she jumps, jumps off the off cliff the thing.
2: Yeah, that's not and, a great uh, shot.
1: Robin Wright grabs her wrist.
2: No, it, it, or it's Connie Nielsen. Connie Nielsen. Oh yeah, it, 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 it okay. is objective. Are you talking about that? That shot is one of the weaker shots. <laughs> like <laughs> absolutely terrible. Um, but what I do love about
1: this movie is sort of what almost the whole plot is based around is Diana's misinterpretation, if you will, of World War One being. Like, cause war by, to end all wars and yeah. and and oh, this must be the gods, right? Just, I, I love, I kind of love the idea of of someone who is from the
3: ancient world, yeah. If that's your worldview, like that, then what else would it be?
1: Sort of spilling, and this is where we get into the fish out of water stuff with this movie that people really love, and it's adorable and awesome. Um, <clears throat> but that's that stuff is kind of amazing,
3: especially when you get to the payoff later in the film. I don't know if it's payoff for fuck's sake, no. That mustache though bro
1: no i I mean the movie is colliding <laughs> you have you have sort of mythology and the real world on this collision course, and yeah. i I felt like Diana was barreling towards um like the realization of a of a tr- of a truth about humanity that might be hard to stomach um and and you know that moment is coming, and I felt like they undermined it with that Zack Snyder ending. Mm. Uh, but that's that's what we follow for most of the movie, is is her saying I'm gonna kill Ares? Yeah, and Chris Pine going
3: like sure. the God yeah. of War
1: Ares? Yup. Yeah.
3: Okay, she's like I gotta go to the front. He's like okay. One I'll thing, take you <laughs> to front. one
1: thing I loved about that is the first time she says that to him, he just lets it go. He doesn't even yeah.
3: react to
1: what she says. It's and like, then deal. It's it's only when she says a second time we're gonna go kill Ares he says. Wait, wait a minute, like, what? Like, what do you mean? God like, of
2: War, Ares? What? <laughs> um, yeah, the,
1: the, the believability between them is, is amazing. Uh, and then we get to London, which is where this movie turns into, like, kind of, like, a pretty woman or something, or, like, it's, it's very screwball
3: kind of. Well, you have to have that moment, right? Like, it's, I was thinking about this this movie had a couple of moments where you had to, just because of continuity, you had to have a moment where she gets a new outfit. And, like, someone's going to say, like, why didn't we see that? And that would have been funny to see. And it is funny, so I'm glad they include it. And it's another moment later on where she doesn't have her weapon and then she retrieves her weapon. And, like, the way that they do that, I think, is just really simple and solves a problem. Very and it worked
2: really well. Uh, Oh,
1: I think a lot of this has to do with Gal Gadot, like killing it in terms of her physical performance. Well, like being able to
3: do high kicks and stuff. Like (laughs) it really adds to everything.
1: Um, Yeah, she's she's really likable in this in this scenario, Um, and it's 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 hard. I think to sometimes walk that line, like you can you can easily be really disconnected from a character like this if it's not done properly, you know? Um, and and keeping her likable and not cynical in any way. Like, think about how not yeah. cynical <laughs> Diana Prince is. The like, world is very black and white. Current. I will save everyone. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I'm going to save everybody. That's what I will everybody do. Everybody has a good heart.
2: Uh, you Ares know? is corrupting them.
1: Yeah, I th- I think it's really nice to see a character
3: that isn't broken a, a superhero that isn't completely doesn't come from like the death of parents or like, Every, yeah, like a civilization dying or our my whole life has been destroyed and out of that I'm going to do good. Yeah, some traumatic thing.
2: She's just pure wonder.
3: She's there. She's I guess. here to she like exists to protect humanity.
2: Well, there is trauma here too. It's just that her character bounces back from it it seems like with Antiope, her aunt yeah on the beach yeah um so because it was aries like she has a a goal yeah yeah
1: i think that gets again undermined by the ending of course you need another character to i i think you had should enough we,
3: should we get to spoilers? i don't maybe? think
1: yet because the fish out of water stuff kind of continues into like to underscore the sexism as you were talking about when she's in this room of all the, the generals, and the stuff. generals, and the High Council, um, and that's where we get some of the last the lasso stuff, which is Dees. We find out how the the lasso of truth
3: works. Mm-hmm. If you resist this shit, it hurts you. Well, it implores you to to say the truth.
1: Well, it it does, but you can resist it, but it'll hurt you. I guess is the idea is until that, you can't resist anymore. Yeah. It's like a torture device, I suppose. Yeah, they
3: they just squeeze
1: it out. Um but I thought the the, the main plot of this movie being about chemical weapons being about World World War 1, they choose an interesting time period to set this in uh because it's like the beginning of modern war and
2: mass death.
1: Chemical weapons,
3: machine gu- early machine guns. Right?
1: The the idea that the chemical weapon they the gas they're inventing in this movie is like to dissolve the gas masks. which Well, is yeah, it's, kind a, of a,
3: it's a kind of mustard gas that would dissolve the mask.
1: Yeah, so, oh, you know, this is another step. We're going to wipe everybody out. It's like a fictional MacGuffin I thought was actually kind of good. Reminded me a lot of First Avenger. the With the tech, the, the Captain America movie, yeah. Um, it's just like a streamlined, self-contained plot. Surprisingly not connected to anything else in... The DC universe, maybe just, wisely so. Well, I guess because it can't be, because we're in World War One.
2: Why? Well, I, I had a but sense. But it feels really nice to just be only in this tight it, plot. Mm-hmm. I had a sense that Aquaman is tangentially uh, related, just with the whole diorama at the start where Ares kills the gods. Because oh, I'm oh. pretty sure Poseidon's trident is actually going to show up. You in see Aquaman. that, Oh, man? I was I was hoping for maybe some submarine. Aquaman. Oh probably. No, no, Action. like I don't think it'll be old, but I, I'm just assuming that they're gonna link that somehow, like Aquaman will somehow be like a child of Poseidon.
1: Uh oh yeah, they could actually I who knows, man. They might fucking wreck this shit again yeah, on the I rocks actually, with Justice I League. I
3: don't know, Aquaman, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know his story, like the one I know is He's a king Namor. of Namor. Namor is uh Yeah, it's Marvel.
1: Marvel. Um so, once we get to London, we got to meet Steve Trevor's Merry Men. Uh, mm-hmm. We get this French dude with a cool Fez hat. From G.I. Joe. Yeah, who I really dig. I think he's also in Three Kings. <laughs> he's a great, great uh, dude. Then we also have Spud from Train Spotting, who just does his Scottish shit, who I don't really understand. He's a marksman, but
3: then there's no payoff to this whatsoever. No, he d- he does a sniper who's affected, but then. This, that doesn't look Does anywhere. Compliment? No, yeah, there kind of well, is. She gives him a compliment, and then he's back singing. Well, and no, shooting it's again. like
2: it, it just leads up to the scene with our uh, dude from Three Kings, letting her know that they, you know, that that whole little speech about how we can't always be what we want to be, okay. sort of thing. Right? I just
1: felt like that we just did not need to waste our time with. Like it, just, it, just it, shows. it just felt like a weird, like dead end to put your character down. Then we also have a Native American, which I don't know much about World War One or the time. I maybe should have read into this. What, like we're in Belgium, right? Yeah. Why? Like, why is there like a Native? How did of, this guy get to? How did be in this Belgium? Native American get there? I mean, sure, you could just get a. I think that's a, a, a silly. Ticket, g- take a ticket on a boat and go to the, the front, but I, I.
2: It just that seems like a silly question. I but, guess it is because. Steve Trevor is American and he's over there. They're both from the same so continent. He just it's just one of
1: his crew members from earlier adventures. I, yeah. I guess the question is what in the comics what are his merry men? Like it's most likely like, just yeah, Steve a representation was over of there
3: because he was a spy. What what's this guy Joe doing there? That
1: it's just if you're undercover or you're he's wearing some of his his native headgear and stuff it just you're, in world war 1 it seems like you'd wanna maybe
2: blend in i don't know i don't like i don't know he's just behind enemy like not he's not even really behind enemy lines he meets them just behind the front right like they're just yeah there
1: imagine you have like a pacific islander in your team and he's wearing like the but the polynesian he's got no shirt on yeah he's got like a, a hawaiian you know like he's, he's
2: all tattooed out. Well, his char- yeah his character is a smuggler right so i people know the chief like the guys in the trenches know who he is so i assume if he's because they talk about having british tea for the germans and german beer yeah. for the british so he's probably just there as a businessman and people would know who he is and probably just not do anything about it because he gives them what they want. Um, so he's just there yeah, yeah. to profiteer.
1: Uh, and this all just leads us to the best part of the movie, you guys can probably agree, the No Man's Land sequence, which yes. is not like it's No Man's Land.
3: It's so, That was so on the nose. So good. It's like, it's like Eowyn from
1: Return of the King, right, where she kills the Ringwraith at the end. I uh, am I, no man. I am no man. Crunk! And then the guy crumples up,
2: or like Macbeth. How would they have done this any differently, though? Because it's it's, call, it's, it's well done. It's called No Man's Land. Like that's what it was. It's Everyone referred to it's
1: it. So it's almost like they set the movie in World War One just for it, just for
3: this part. Like during the the initial meeting when they, they were brainstorming the, the they, script, the writers were like, they greenlit the dude, movie on this scene, World yeah. War One there's like no man's land and wonder woman says i'll show you no man's land and boom we have got it's, our movie it's, it's and it's like green light if that actually was
2: what would happened thank god because that scene is so amazing well, it's just
1: so good how it's done cinematically is com- like completely out of control right where she's she's coming out of the trenches she's rising up above she's crossing Leading she's crossing our, our into team. this yeah. this yeah like n- land that nobody else has has been able to has cross. been able to go into um and and that is the moment when she flips off her sweet fur coat and we it's one we see yeah. we, re- we are revealed with the the costume for the first time all of it is so perfectly done uh to the point where it's almost like it feels like a propaganda video for. Wonder Woman, like it's <laughs> it's its own, yeah, it is its own propaganda. <laughs> like so. this is how they make like war marine propaganda videos, uh, not in a bad way because Wonder Woman kicks serious ass. Like so. the sequence
3: following the, the no man's land when they're in the village. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. Like the combat the fighting there is when so she's good. fighting the Germans in the yeah, village. Yeah. Oh my god! Throwing tanks around, um, just busting through walls, like sliding around on her knee and then kicking kicking. Kicking everyone's ass. (laughs) So hard. Uh, Then we get. I mean, I guess we can get to spoilers probably.
1: Because Danny Houston, our villain here, Ludendorff, in order to. Like sniffing
3: weird. Chemicals yeah, and stuff. just in order to even the odds, I suppose. And who played uh, Miss Poison again, or Doctor Poison? So, oh, Ella I don't... Anya. Or yeah. something? Or Elena Anya, like I, actually I, a very Naya. pretty actress who wish, wears this weird I, face facial prosthetic the whole time. I wish
1: we didn't get Elena Al- the reveal of that uh, that mask. I pr- I would prefer if that we never saw her face.
3: She was just wearing that weird.
1: I just think it's more thing. more ballsy to, to to keep that mysterious, you know, rather than show it. Uh, but Danny Houston, just to even the odds, he has to sniff weird uh, yeah, amyl nitrates, I guess. like <laughs> They basically make him as strong as Wonder Woman just so he doesn't get his ass kicked immediately. Um, He's like a, his 30 Days of Night villain. Do, have you seen that movie? So good, 30 man. 30
3: Days of Night villain? No, just 30, 30 days. days of Night.
1: The villain from 30 Days yeah, of Night. Yeah,
3: I have. I was like, is there another movie?
1: Uh the, there, there actually is. There's a second one. That movie,
2: I love that movie.
1: He he re- reminds me of the his, he's he's kind of same like, yes. character from that where he's just this super soldier like jacked up mutant vampire dude. Um, but I did really love the moment where she kills Ludendorff on top of this tower.
3: Diana thinking she's killed Ares, and immediately it's revealed that that is sort of. Not that's anticlimactic.
1: well, I, I this is where the this is where the movie really turned for me and went from like a nine down to probably where I'm gonna land. Oh no. Um, because this is where I was talking about before. It hinged all on the this. mythology colliding with the real world. And I don't know the answer here. I don't know how you handle this with more in a more graceful way.
3: But you agree the, doing it so that Ludendorff is not Ares is the right way.
1: Well, I don't want anyone to be Aries, personally. I want Diana to come to the realization that maybe the gods aren't real.
3: Or they or, don't have the impact anymore. Or or,
1: or 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 something else. Again, I don't have the answer here. I don't know how you handle this more gracefully. But I did really love her coming to the realization that humans... Yeah, you know it's not as simple as just there's this evil God that just tells humans to do go to wa- go to war. And as soon as you kill him, humans won't go to war anymore. And I thought that Chris Pine was absolutely brilliant in this scene in selling his his sort of exasperation and frustration. You know, I don't know. Maybe just humans are shitty, right? Maybe humans are bullshit and we just do bad things because we're bad. Um I, I, that that you could really fuck that scene up and really ham fist
2: your way through that performance. And I feel like he's no, completely he, spot on. He did a, a lot of that throughout the film where because of her innocence, he's just like frustrated that she's not getting what he's saying. And so in this scene when he's like, no, I don't know. Maybe like I, we're all guilty of stuff like this. I am too, but I got to go. Are you going to come with me? And she's, she's just like, no. And that's moment where he just, his face is like, okay, Fuck it! I have to go. Like, but because this is uh, a, because this
1: is a comic book movie, Ares has to be a real thing. That's that's where I get frustrated and disappointed. Here is DC. The, oh, the villain still has to be this supernatural force, or we still have to we still have to have our
3: mustache. Yeah, we. St- we
1: but we still have <laughs> these ingredients are still bubbling into and 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 cooking up and baked into we're still baking the same fucking goddamn casserole we eat every time we go to these superhero movies aren't we not to take anything away from wonder woman but this thing doesn't do anything that we haven't seen before in other other superhero movies other than the massive step forward for women and representation on screen and and everything that goes
3: along with well, even besides just the like female representation, I think that this is just a good story that was well told. Yeah. And I think, yes, it is a comic book movie, so we need the boss fight at the end. You know, you need to have the big battle. So Ares is a real guy. And he's a Brit. He's a he Sauron. So- um, David
1: Thewlis, who we didn't set up at all. We spent five minutes meeting this guy. Professor Lupin. The, the reveal that Professor Lupin <laughs> is the villain here lands with... Yeah,
3: it's Harry Potter all
1: over again. It lands with a thud, for me at least... I I I when I saw him in the tower, I I thought it was a comedic moment. Oh, this old man! That's so adorable. He just wanted to join. You know, he he's too old to come with the guys on the on the trip, but he came anyway. Oh no, that's not supposed to be funny. He's actually that's supposed to be shocking. Oh, he's the villain. Oh, oh no. Um,
2: Yeah, like this this the end is where Zack Snyder's stamp is seen very clearly. I liked some of it for sure. Um but I think it went on a little too long. I would have preferred if Ares, I like that Ares was real and I liked where he was going with the whole conversation with Diana as well. Uh, It's like, I, this isn't me. Like that just hammers home the realization that she's come to. Uh, It's like, I have done nothing except like give them a little inspiration for weapons. I didn't tell them to use it. It's them. So is that what Ares has been doing all these years? Is he the little devil on everyone's
1: shoulder in well, every says. war, he's yeah. in,
2: he's inspiration. Like he he gives them ideas for these
3: weapons of destruction.
1: Okay, in just this situation, or is is that, has Ares been fucking around and doing this shit for centuries? Probably for b- centuries.
3: Because to all the
1: Nazis, I have a cool idea. Quickly here, imagine if we cut wrong war. If we cut to, to yeah, not yet. If we cut to a little quick little montage of Ares. Uh, in Franz Ferdinand's car, telling his driver to drive down this street and go here. Like I'd, I'd like to see the just little the architect behind the. Like, oh, Ares actually sparked the war, you know. Overall, and then show maybe go back through history and show him starting all the wars in history or something. That'd
2: be that'd be a cool idea. Like, just to demonstrate that he is, he's he, meddling, but not. He, yeah,
3: he's, he's like, not pulling the trigger. He's, he's like just... Loki,
2: right? He sort of. Pulling the strings,
3: yeah. not the triggers, just
2: pushes you and gives you little nudges in the right direction to chaos and mm-hmm. shit. And I'm o- I'm okay with Aries being there because I liked this dynamic of him revealing to Diana as well who she actually is, what she actually is. Uh, I, like where he just the sword just breaks on him. He's like, no, no, you are in fact the weapon, allowing her to reach her full potential. I didn't like that it was a fight to the death because she just found out that. Like, this is her stepbrother, basically. Yeah, or her half-brother. the only Some of the only family she might have. Uh, so, I yeah. I don't actually think... Maybe, I think maybe, for me, I would have liked if there was a bit of a fight. But I don't think it should have gone to a fight to the death. Because, it, so it was so overlong and repetitive, yeah, right? Because, Uncle <laughs> Aries, Because her fight, like, like, her reason for killing him has dissipated. Right? Like, she has... Or, or maybe not. She doesn't believe him. So here's the thing that the movie didn't do so well. Like she she thought she'd killed Ares and then realized mankind was dark and had this epiphany. But then Ares is actually there. So it's sort of, it can add doubt to that realization. She might now think, oh no, wait, shit, you're still alive. That's why people are like this. They didn't handle that part very well. Yeah, cause, How do you do sun, this
3: the yeah. sun comes
2: out? How do you do this more <laughs> gracefully? That's what I asked earlier. I really yeah. want to know like
1: there's a way to do this Is there? way more gracefully to have mythology and reality collide and and not have the finality just turned into your regular bullshit dimly lit
2: CGI characters punching energy until the villain dies i've actually got it now I, I i i like the fight i think it should have been much quicker like fights on these uh oh, it's it's they, awful. They, they are a too long it's awful i i would have preferred if she was hanging on to that thought so much that Ares was in fact in charge because she was devastated by the realization that humanity would be doing this and someone like steve trevor is also part of this that she insists it has to be Ares, and so through the fight she's just convinced that when she takes him out everything will be better and then when she does finally kill him realizes that no in fact like what she came to the realization before was true and is just sort of
3: dis- she just killed disen- her uncle
2: disenchanted with the her brother so can i well zeus's is- zeus's
3: son is Ares there's some issues with steve trevor and um there's but there's a problem with uh the i don't buy them in love at all the gas thing motivation at the at the end that ends up being the end of uh, steve trevor because uh they're like oh we'll just disable the plane and they're like oh guess what can't it's on a timer same thing can't ground it not an option um what
0: uh, yeah, it yeah. seems
3: really convenient, and he has also to, he has to take himself. How out. do you? Ex- what do you? What do you mean? Like the plane is on a timer, or the bombs are on a timer? Why would you put bombs on a timer? Like, what if there's something wrong when you're in the air in the plane, like en route? Like this whole it's so, a it's a, a fail safe. Yeah, dude. Something. What do you mean a fail safe? A fail safe for what?
2: To make sure that the armistice isn't signed before it's the bomb goes off. It's only there somewhere. so that Steve Trevor can sacrifice Sac- yeah. and say, yeah, like, of course, I'm, he
1: wants to That's prove. That's what I'm saying. He wants to. Pr- he needs to prove it's a his bad device. Like his love needs to be proven. For Diana, right? It's a S- Which is ridiculous. Device. Why would he be in love with Diana after
3: only a week, perhaps? Because so, it's Gal yeah, Gadot, no, for say, fuck's sake. Hold on. I'd be in love with her immediately. Are you telling me... Immediately? That
2: Wonder... If you were hanging out with Wonder Woman and saw everything she did and, like, you wouldn't be... Maybe, okay, I'll ask you this. Is it
1: problematic that Diana needed the love of a man... In order to
3: save the day, she didn't need the love of a man.
2: But she did. She does say at the she does say something to the, along the lines well, of she says she believes in love, which I think is just a, a shorthand way of saying like compassion and stuff like that, because uh, that wouldn't have sounded just as, as good. Yeah,
3: I yeah. Um,
1: it follows when Steve Trevor. They do a flashback to Steve Trevor, you know, saying like "I love you," right, and all that. So. Yeah.
3: And and I did think it was interesting that... She
1: learns know, love from him. Yeah, yeah.
3: The whole movie hinges on... From her, a man. Her meeting a man.
1: I, I just... I really wish we did not have yeah. any of that... The tension, take it all out, or maybe have it in a cute, adorable way, and then we don't need any of this uh, drunken rendezvous, sexy time. Like, none of that needs to be there. Um, I just didn't think... We just needed to be there. Just, just take it out. We can infer whatever we want. Um... I just th- thought that was a bit weird. It, it 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 makes the movie a little more campy. Uh I wonder what this movie will look like in 10 15 years if it's just a camp fest. It might be just Oh, it's definitely got camp, but oh, it it, it is it. it is good. Unfortunately, we go back to the framing device at the end. Uh, and Wonder Woman's typing on her Pixel C, which you love any time yes. Google is represented on screen. For fuck's sake!
3: Well, just because, like, I mean, Wonder <laughs> Woman is obviously interested in productivity. And
1: uh, <laughs> she, she she emails Bruce, "Thank you for bringing him back to me." On Gmail, we do like we we needed this, I guess. Uh, and she works at the Louvre, count like maybe in she, the weapons inventory or something. I
3: wonder what her job is there. yeah. I, I think
1: it's in the weapons, like.
3: Weapon artifacts. Cura-
1: curation? I have no clue. But at the end of the movie, we get our classic superhero jump off the roof into the camera oh, lens.
3: She looks so badass when she's flying through the sky at the end of this movie. Uh, I'm okay with it. It's I well, am it's, absolutely it's even more gra- than okay. It's with a it. great way to
2: end it because, like, we just watched the origin of her becoming. No yeah, one we ever get says the music again. No we one might might says as well drop a logo, right? Like Wonder Wonder Woman isn't in this movie at all. They never call her. Wonder. This isn't really an
1: origin story of... Uh, of Diana. The, of the hero. Everyone just calls her Diana.
3: Yeah, this is Diana Prince's origin story. It's not Wonder Woman's origin story. We don't... But I think everyone calls her Diana like in, in Avengers and stuff. Yeah, like... like in the comics. Very, very... No one calls her... Hey, Wonder... like okay. the, the, So I the, don't the know. Pop, maybe don't the know. civilian population would be like, hey, look, it's Wonder Woman. But like Batman and Superman are going to be like, Diana, Diana, we need you. Well,
2: all the, the Justice League all call themselves their their names. Like it's when they're together that's no biggie I guess it's I don't know I'm I'm really worried about
1: all the goodwill that we've created with Wonder Woman how you were saying you're so excited for Justice League now you got to check yourself immediately Well I mean
3: Aquaman too looks good. I,
1: cool. I I really hope that all this awesome momentum and I, there's a great there's a great chance that Wonder Woman will get sidelined in Justice League and perhaps maybe that's part of what Joss Whedon is doing. He writes female characters really well. Um I, I maybe they're bumped. They're doing reshoots this summer. They might be bumping up Wonder Woman's involvement in it. Um we can hope. I just hope that we don't derail all of the like this is so, this is it's it's nice. We didn't break anything on this one, guys. So don't fucking break it. Here's how, how do you
3: give a Greek god a British accent and a and it's like big mustache. Oh,
2: okay, okay, okay. He's been around for a while. He's just decided he's gonna be British now.
1: Come on, all the Amazons—they all the Amazons have Israeli
2: accents, so it so would make sense. It would have been better if he didn't have the mustache in his flashback of being wounded, like when yeah. he, when he had the long and he had that sexy <laughs> body. They did the CGI yeah. body replacement yeah. for David Thewlis. Like, if he didn't have the mustache, then. Cool, because now he's just trying to fit in.
3: Yeah, I was like, <laughs> but, even when he was young, like when he was a baby. Did baby Ares have that same mustache? I bet yeah. you Zeus had a crazy mustache. So Zeus, baby Zeus had a full white beard. It looks so dumb. It's like three
1: hundred Sauron, like big wrestling m- bullshit.
3: It's comic book mm. stuff. I mean, uh. without being comic booky, that was. I mean, it was good. Can Can I just say that all of the chain whip lasso stuff?
2: Was amazing. Looks so like cool. so cool to see on screen when it just lights up and she's just whipping it all yeah. over the place. Yeah, it is good. Uh, I always thought that was the shittiest thing that she had ever, but seeing it in the, the movie, it, it really works. It's pretty uh, great. I'm curious to see if the the invisible jet is gonna work. We're gonna. I'm pretty sure they're not even gonna talk
3: about. that. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I thought I saw it in like some teaser trailer material or something like Please Wonder no. Woman like floating she up might have it in BVS in this position where like yeah she rises well like, it's a shot of her from behind in a position that looks like she's sitting in a Captain No, that's a
1: Rogue
2: cancer. One trailer because uh, <laughs> um, I think in the comics they just made her fly yeah like, that's they're, way better they're just like this invisible jet she's, she's not stupid. in a jet <laughs> it's just she can <laughs> fly she can now fly that, that makes a lot more sense
1: guys uh, what are your scores on Wonder Woman I, I I'll go first here. I, uh, I I I'm glad I didn't feel lectured to as a man going to see this movie.
3: I, I didn't feel like politics almost got like left. They were handled well, as in left out.
1: Yeah, and I did. I didn't feel like I I was. I'm a little. Oh. I didn't feel like I was being called an idiot. I, I think the movie because it's set in, the, you know, the nineteen nineteen tens in World War One. The the sexism is is more of the time period. It's not necessarily directed at like internet haters. Uh, I don't know. I I, I didn't. I, I felt like it was just perfectly done in every way, uh, except for the last twenty minutes. In the yeah. first twenty minutes, I oh,
2: man. I li- <laughs> I liked the first twenty minutes. Uh,
1: so I, I give this a seven and a half out of ten. Wow. I can't. I can't go. Still pretty generous. I yeah. can't go eight on this just because it do- it doesn't move the needle. On anything in terms of comic book movies, we've seen all this stuff before. Uh, it, it's just all of the other stuff that elevates this movie, and I, I hope people—it's—it's
0: well, it's good. This you, movie does so t- many
1: good things right. I just, and I, I'm not—I mean, I'm going to give people a pass because there's no movie like this, and because we need more female-led superhero movies and more movies directed by women. Like, we need all of this. Th- this movie. Is getting a pass where other comic book movies would get shredded, I think, a little bit. I think that's bullshit, though. But I don't... I and Not in any way that is... Because, like, I don't know where it's getting a pass.
2: Because all of this stuff... I see the faults, and I know what you're talking about. That's what I mean. But Force Awakens had a bunch of faults, and we rated it super well because it was a fun movie. 10 out of 10
1: from Red. Yeah.
2: This is a really fun movie. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, I liked it more than you did. Like, the first 20 minutes, I, I really enjoyed, but... We can't. I don't know. I just feel like it's bullshit to say it gets a pass because of the female yeah, stuff. absolutely.
1: Saying it gets a pass is the wrong word because this this movie works on its own. Like it, it's just a great movie independently of anything. So it, it's not like it's a shitty movie that's getting a pass. It's it's just if this were a male led superhero movie, I, I wonder if be, if it would be getting as
2: as good reviews. I think so.
1: I hope I so. Think, I think the story I is there. So. And I, yeah. I'm
3: giving this movie an eight and a half. What? Yeah. This yeah, is, man. I really had a good time. I thought it was a really tight movie. Um, like I said, the only problem was a mustache. And if you <laughs> took the Marks and Spencer out of this movie, it would be near perfect for me. I loved it. I loved it. Just
1: a mustache. Yeah. yeah. that
2: It can do a lot of damage for Reds. 15%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damage. Uh it's a 9 for me. Nice. I re- like I, I understand what you're saying. This movie does have faults, but let's remove the poli- the gender politics here and it's amazing. I'm tired ty- like I I read a bunch of articles over the weekend. I'm tired of being like of seeing the this is like one of the highest grossing films ever made by a female director. Great, yeah, I don't yeah. care about but that money feels anymore. that feels like a consolation prize title to me. Exactly. Like, they have to qualify it in so a, many ways. As, as Patty Jenkins said, she doesn't want to be known as a great woman
3: director. She wants to be known as a good director. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can stop looking at how much money films are making and start looking at how good the movies are.
1: And maybe th- I should rephrase what I was saying earlier so I don't sound a sexist. Um, it's sort of like, welcome to the party, ladies. Now you can make shitty forgettable mediocre comic book movies just like the men already are
2: well i read a great uh, little comment where a dude was just like man no wonder like white guys are so yeah. hot, confident all the time exactly <laughs> like, uh we've because leveled they up. have so many white superhero movies and now uh, yeah that, we that can, was great. we can all make this dumb shit together now right? um Yeah, no, like it does have its faults. The last twenty minutes could definitely be tighter, and it undermines some of what it was trying to say. But I just enjoyed the shit out of this movie. It's so
1: likable. Yeah, it's as likable
2: as Gal Gadot's perfect face. Oh, it's perfect. It's (laughs) it's perfect. Like, yeah, like it's just so it's so genuine, and it and it handles basically everything except the mustache really (laughs) really well. (laughs) Like,
1: oh my god.
2: uh, guys, that's our review yeah.
1: of Wonder Woman.
2: It's it's a huge hit
1: from the Vertical Viewing podcast. So much so that a seven point five seems like a low score to you guys.
3: <laughs> that's how good this movie is. I don't think it's is. low. I'm actually surprised that you marked it so high, given what you were saying about it. I so, wanted to go yeah, seven, yeah, I'm, but I'm pleased that a seven and a half. It, it's was, well, it was I'm glad low. we talked you up a uh, half a point. <laughs>
2: it's just how
1: Gal Gadot's not not cynical.
3: She's so hot.
1: She's so cute. Everything about it is so likable, so you can't resist this movie. It's irresistible, dude.
3: Yeah. It's, it's a, a win. Yeah, it's uh, a big uh, win.
1: Yes. If you agree or disagree with our takes, you probably are going to agree. You can email verticalviewing at gmail.com. Let us know. Let
3: us know what you thought
1: of Wonder Woman. Uh, next week... Uh, the Daddy. Uh, guys, it's not going to be good. It's not called The Daddy. It's Tom Cruise movie. It's called The Mummy. The Dummy. We're kicking off the dark universe... And we're probably putting it to bed all in at the same <laughs> time. It's going to be awesome.
2: Well, just again, I've said this a million times. It already kicked off with Dracula Untold. Yeah, we're just going to And not, they just forgot. i are just
1: going like to not do Ooh, that. that. That
3: didn't do well. The engine. Round two. Well, it's just that you pull the lawnmower engine and... It doesn't work, so you try goes. a couple more times. We're
1: uh, going to do that again uh, here. But it's sad because we have we already have all these other people set up. We got... We got got, the werewolf movie coming soon. No, but we got, well, Russell Crowe is in this as Dr. Dr. Jekyll. Jekyll. So we have, we already have like this, the threads of other universes. He is, apparently, Dr. Jekyll is our new Nick Fury, if you will. He's going to set up the team. Well, you know, okay? Is this League of Extraordinary Gentlemen—that movie's
3: kind of cool. We oh, should read that. Wish, I wish that except movie was better.
1: Not, yeah, except for really, the mustache. I know. No,
3: there's like a submarine in the canals of Venice. It's the Nautilus, man. The, the canals of Venice are like five feet deep. That's wasn't, so
2: cool. Wasn't that Sean Connery's last movie? Yeah, it was. Good for him. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what was I saying? Well, obviously, if you yank the cord a couple times, it might actually work. Because look at Wonder Woman.
3: Like this okay. is which direction do you yank the uh, you just bust the cord off man
1: horizontal they're gonna break the cord (laughs) off on the mummy we unfortunately I'm really not looking forward to this
3: guys I'm really not it might be fun if it's really bad Uh, where can we find you on the internet I am on Twitter and people can uh, follow my occasional educational posts Google
1: Google sponsored tweets uh,
3: well i am a google certified educator so you may find some stuff on there about g suite jared you never knows jared underscore sergeant
2: i'm not directing you to my uh twitter anymore
3: until okay. i actually start posting something
2: oh, okay <laughs> no no well it's at michael arlind every now and then i'll don't post even something go. don't go because yeah. there's nothing there yeah. yeah
3: if you haven't been before go and check out the stuff that he posted in the past but yeah there's a few don't be, a, a don't few. be expecting you, Action.
2: You can you can tweet at me and I will reply. It'll happen. Yeah, that's, yeah. True. that's it, it, true. He still
1: he
3: monitors it's that. interactive. He's a
2: human being. So uh, that there's that works.
1: Yeah. So you can it's follow available. me. I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Scott Wilson BC. Uh, we're on Twitter at Vertical Viewing, Instagram at Vertical Viewing Podcast. The music is always brought to you by the Anti Theory. Yeah, the new version is uh, it's tight, pretty fly. It's nice. It's the headphones remix. 2017 Uh, smart bombs you can go to patreon.com
3: can't you you could you could become uh, slash vertical viewing if you like uh, helium or lithium level
2: if you like what we have to say hop on for the ride Mm. the long haul the subscription service
1: if you want to be in a long term relationship with us help us continue to do what we do help us offset the cost of seeing movies putting on the show sticking internet pie in your ears delicious internet pie clean up clean up costs included it tastes good through your ears. <laughs> Patreon.com slash vertical viewing. You can donate monthly. Or one... you could
3: donate one time if you well, if you wanted to. That's on verticalviewing.com. Little, Just hit the donate. A little button. less regimented, a little more casual. It's easy. Yeah, we welcome it's them. a one night
2: stand. Yeah. All, all we uh, practice safe donations. podcasting. Don't we worry. Do With mm-hmm. your donations.
1: Yes. They go to a good place. It's all fair trade. Uh organic so take, podcasting. Take, take, yes. Take your pick. Patreon or VerticalViewing.com. non GMO. But however, this podcast will always remain free, ad free, two thousand three, yes. gluten free. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play Music, on Stitcher. Uh, are there any final thoughts from you, folks? You fine gents. Uh, I doesn't even bother with these anymore.
2: I just want to say I had a he- I, like I love the DC heroes. They are I prefer them to the Marvel ones because I grew up with them. And Man of Steel, I loved Superman so much that I forgive a lot of its faults and I still think it's at least okay. Like, I can watch that and then I usually shut it off with the Zod fight at the end. So I'm so <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy that there's a good DC movie. I think that may be part of why I gave it such a high score. A, it's, a, it's great. B... You can rewatch this one. B, finally, yeah. some of the most iconic heroes... In this case, Wonder Woman, one of the most iconic heroes here, has been represented represented
3: well, and I'm so stoked. You know what? It is a bit of a relief that they they were able to do it right the first time round too. Like with yeah. Superman, how many times have we seen him and it sucked? With Spider Man, yeah. how many times did Spider Man come oh around my and God. just be brutal? And Wonder Woman, we get one Wonder Woman movie and it was Bam. awesome.
1: We we like rolled the dice and it was just a seven. Yeah, I don't know how to shoot craps. It's complicated. Uh, Snake.
3: I think seven is good though. We
1: fucking kicked
3: ass. Yeah. Oh man. Keep